Welcome to Creative City, the podcast that lets you listen in on my conversations with Cincinnati's most innovative and creative minds. Welcome to the Creative City Podcast, where I chat with Cincinnati's creative leaders and record the conversation so you can listen in. I am Tamia Stinson of thestylesample.com here in the studio today with Amy Scalia, who is the founder of Cincy Chic. I don't know if you've heard of it. If you haven't, then you need to get on that immediately. How are you doing, Amy? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, well, you were one of the first Cincy Cheekers, so I know. really to be here. Nine years later, we officially is it that celebrated long? nine years. Yeah, so I just aged us a little bit. Whoops. Uh-oh. I was actually I was actually thinking about that before I came here because I was like, how long have I known Amy? Yeah. And it's been a while because I remember I interviewed you for a digital publication that I used to right. do, and that was many years ago. Okay, and you said something that has stuck with me. Um, you referenced a Jewel song. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, gosh, I love my Jewel. I, I want to see which one I came up with. So you were just talking about the fact that you wanted to – put your work in on your own dime. Yes. I was like, yes. oh, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Is that still your philosophy? Or Absolutely. Have you? It's actually the name of my parent company. Uh-huh. Um, I, I've seen that. Yes, and I was like, yes. she's so cute. My dime publishing group. And um, yeah, it was just a lyric out of one of our songs. And it just really hit me where um, it was basically about you're going to put your your passion, your heart into something, the work that you do it might as well be your dime that you're doing it mm-hmm. on. And um, because at the end of the day, if you're going to do that, you have one life to live and, <laughs> you know, you can see a quicker turnaround on it if it's yours. And um, I think sometimes it ends up making even more heart and more passion getting poured into it when you know your name's attached to it. Agreed. Now, I know you, rem- I remember talking to you about this because you graduated with a degree in online journalism. Yes, that was, well, it was MassCom um, okay. with, at Miami University, but it was their first year that they were right, offering, right. yes, electronic journalism, uh, a specialty track. Is that what they called it? That's what they called electronic. it. Electronic. Electronic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining like, do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they were literally going from splicing tape and they're, and they're like, oh, we are going to offer this brand new. Really? Yeah. So it was... Um, but it was also really cool in the, the concept of it because they knew that media was changing and um, that you had to change in the way that you wrote. Um, hmm. No longer were you just taught to write for print and that would just be turned into an online format. Right. It was how do you write for online? How are they consuming it? And so that was really interesting to take one of those first courses. And then also all the hats that you have to wear when you all of a sudden are online. Because Mm -hmm. as any graphic designer out there knows, they are now turning into web designers. Yeah, it's inevitable. Right, right. And so now all of a sudden anyone that would write for online, you're now expected to have a little bit of a photography eye, a little graphic design eye, a little bit of the web design audio capturing, right, right. that is digital, that's what we learned. And it was really cool because I not only learned how to write, but also the web design, graphic design, web streaming video, audio capturing, just about anything so that I could wear a lot of hats. And I took that track because I, at at the time, thought it would make me more attractive to future employers. Uh And little did I know that it actually 
was the perfect recipe for being my own business owner. Right, because so, that's a little bit of everything that right, you need. Right. So how did it develop into you starting Cincy <laughs> Chic nine years ago? Right, right. Okay, so right after graduating from um, school, I, my internship was at Cincinnati Bell, and I managed their internal communications um, newsletter and website just for their employees. Like their intranet? Yes. Oh, my God, intranet. I used to do that. Yes, oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. Okay. Yeah, like, so <laughs> for sure. Um, so uh, we, I, I managed their internal communications and had a newsletter and basically told these great stories, but it was all just for the employees of Cincinnati Bell. Right. And the one big thing is that my mom couldn't read it. She was like, oh, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, so, moms. I know, I know. So um, after school, uh, I had this great opportunity with them, but I really wanted to get to the outside world. Okay. And, um, so... I was looking for uh, electronic publishing, you know, electronic media. <laughs> it sounds so weird to say it that way now. Right. Um, jobs, and there really weren't any in Cincinnati, and I really wanted to keep that edge of what my degree was. Oh, for sure. It changes so quickly. Plus, it's really fun. Yes, it is. To have your hands in all those different right. buckets. I love that. I do, too. And I just, something in me, I like online so much me more. Too. I like to consume it, and... Um, so I knew that, and I, I also just kind of saw where the future of media was going, and I knew, okay, I don't want to go back to school, so I better mm. be, uh, <laughs> I better be focusing on this new track to kind of future-proof my career. So I found the perfect job, um, but it was in Philadelphia, and this is coming from a girl who had never moved away from Cincinnati. Yeah. I went to school in Cincinnati and just never really left, like, a 30-, 60-mile radius okay. of Cincinnati. But this job was really cool. It was working for a big publishing house out of Philadelphia, and they were launching their first online-only publication, and they needed someone to manage that. Um, so I would be And you're like, pick me, pick me. I know, <laughs> I know. And I'm like, okay, uh, I've got everything you would need yeah. um, in a, a full team, but all in me. And so I basically, in my interview, they interviewed me over the phone, so it was kind of sketchy. And so... <laughs> and, so interviewed me over the phone, and I'm like wheeling and dealing. And Heck yeah! Totally not me, but I really thought that the job was was perfect, and it sounded great. And I was like, you know, you don't have to hire an entire team. I it can all be with me, and then I can build a team as we grow revenue. Yada yada yada. Totally makes sense. And so they hired me, and this is sight unseen. We had not met each other. I got an apartment off of Craigslist, sight unseen. Oh my moved god! Moved all of my stuff into a moving truck. I went to work that day. My stuff was being moved into my apartment that I had not seen yet. Oh, my crazy. God. It was like a, the craziest, most risk-taking thing I've yeah, ever Yeah, that sounds pretty life, risky. Also, also the coolest. Also so pretty exhilarating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, imagine going to work, your first day of work in a brand new city and not knowing what kind of apartment you're going home Like, like well, I'm going home, guys. <laughs> Hope I can find it. Right. So, um, it was a really, really neat experience. One of the best experiences of my life because... I was working with industry professionals who had been working in the field for 20-some years in publishing, and they were looking to me for this new future of their company in which to launch their first online-only publication. So I was learning from them. They were learning from me, and it was also really neat because I got to start my first business, essentially, under someone else's name. And yeah. uh, so I got to see everything that typically a normal, you know, business owner first starting out doesn't get to see. Like what? Uh, like, well, just like, you know, budgeting and, and marketing plans and, I see. you know, like the, um, 
when you're putting together a brand and the and the the brand assessment, you know, and all the okay. specific so things, all of right, the aspects of the business that I okay. really didn't know about what goes into starting a business. Right. And, um, you know, a business plan, how are we going to grow? What are the specific goals that we need to be hitting? And it was just really, really interesting. Yeah, that to, sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so I got this great experience, and I got to launch this brand over two and a half years that I worked with them. They had over 200,000 subscribers. Wow. And so it was really neat to start that all the way from the ground up. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it was a healthcare trade publication, and they oh. were writing about, like, needle placements and hamstring pulls, oh. and after a while, it's like, what, what That's am I not quite as interesting yeah. as it can be, maybe. I mean, to some right. people, I'm I mean, sure maybe it is. Some people, oh, I mean, seriously, the people that I would interview, they were so excited. They were like, oh my gosh, this needle replacement is <laughs> totally shattering, and I was like, I wish I could be that. I know. Excited. I love how people get excited about their <laughs> yeah. own stuff. I, yeah, I really do I appreciate that. on board with it. Yeah, I get it. And um, so... And plus, I had met this cute Italian boy back in Cincinnati, oh. right before I moved. Oh, over. that always happens. I know. <laughs> so we had had this long distance relationship, and he had he had just got into a contract with his job for the next like two and a half years. So I'm like, so okay, he had to stay well. put, basically. Yeah, he okay. had to stay here in Cincinnati. So I was like, what's going to get me back to Cincinnati? Because I was really starting to miss it. I felt like I had spent a good amount of time up there and had done a good amount of work mm-hmm. um, for them, but I was ready to move back. Okay. I was ready for a change, and um, because he, my husband, Pete, he couldn't be moving up there, I'm right. like, well, uh, I didn't Only thing back. left is right, to... Right. But I was starting to see Cincinnati with fresh eyes, because I had, it was the first time I had ever moved away, and I saw the benefits of both. Okay. Um, some things that I really missed about Cincinnati, some things that I thought after living in Philadelphia, some cool things that they had yeah. that maybe I could bring to Cincinnati. Yeah. One of those things was a women's publication. One of the things that I loved up in Philadelphia is that they had a very active women's publication. They had a lot of fun events and uh, just great huh. editorial. Okay. And uh, it helped me get acclimated to the city. It helped me meet new people. And it was also just really fun. Yeah. And I got to thinking on one of those long drives back and forth to Philadelphia and Cincinnati, I got to thinking, what is in Cincinnati for women? Like that, yeah. Yeah, and at the time, Sex in the City was really big. And oh, uh, good I times. Would, I know, mm. <laughs> And I would look around, because the movies were out, and I would look around at the audience, and there were women in their 20s and 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. 30s, every And people would get dolled up to go oh. to those movies. Like, for real. They were dolled up. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at their shoes, right. their bags, yep. and I'm like, okay, this is the audience that pretty much every They're person, here. Yes, they're <laughs> here. And these are the decision makers, not only for themselves, but their whole family. Right. Everyone. And so I got to thinking about this awesome demographic because they're not only fun to write for, they're hungry for information, they're too busy to be doing it on their own, and they're making decisions for not only themselves, but their entire family. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, hmm, how <laughs> can we create a publication that meets all of those needs? Okay. We're providing them great content about the city that they live in, the people, products, and services making it happen, and we're also making it fun by making that come to life through events. And we're also making sponsors happy because they're getting in front of their audience in a way that is electronically trackable. <laughs> and, um, yes, people are definitely into tracking. Right. Yes. Yes. And also events where I can give you analytics all day long, mm-hmm. but when you make real connections 
with real people and you start real relationships, because sometimes like, you know, with doctors or even fashion designers, like if you're going to be all up in my business and you're going to be taking my measurements, yeah. and doing, I have to feel like I'm your friend. I and, agree. Or if I'm going to trust you with my health or whatever it might be, it's good to start the relationship first where there's you know, no kind of appointment or anything that you had to make. Mm-hmm. It's just, hey, I met you, and I like you, and I like the information you and I talked about. That FaceTime is so important. I think a lot of times that gets underestimated, especially in the digital day yes. and age. Because don't, I mean, I, I got some Twitter friends. Right. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I get it, but that's partly why I wanted to have a podcast where I'm actually talking to people mm-hmm. face-to-face. We could just as easily do this over Skype. Right. Like, there would be right. no problem with that. Right. Probably would be a little easier. Mm-hmm. But... I like talking okay. to people face to face. Right. And you know why? We're in the maker space right now. And this <laughs> yeah. is the first time that I've been here. And it's, again, an experience. Uh-huh. And I'm getting to experience something that I would have never otherwise had an excuse to come here and right. see. And I'm going to tell other people. And that's how things grow in the city, especially among women. Because you know. When you find something that you love or something that's cool that you just found out about, you're going to tell all of your friends. I tell all the people. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's the whole point so, of this podcast. Right, right. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to create Cincy Chic because I knew that that is just in a woman's material. We're just cut yeah. that way. Yeah. And, um, and I knew that the, the stories um, of all the people that have stories to tell – they don't necessarily have the funds or necessarily want to have the billboards and the TV ads and the full print ads. That's a lot. That. Yeah, that's a lot. But they might have a fashion show sponsorship or they might want their story to be told in a unique way it, it, through all the different options that you can have through the publication and through events. So that's why I created it. I mean, it sounds later. I remember yeah. you you pretty much hit the ground running from what I recall. Yeah, I was. You were working overtime, oh if gosh. I remember, because you were writing. How, how many of the actual pieces did you write at the beginning? Right. At the beginning, I did everything. That's what I thought. At the beginning, I did everything. I was there um, writing every story. I was yeah. at the photo shoots. I was doing everything because I was so um, controlling, I guess you'd say. No, no, no. Brand. That's okay. Yeah. Because I had this idea, and I knew that it had to get started off right because – uh, I wasn't backed by a script or this. or uh, I, It was just me. Right. And I knew that it had to be done right for people to trust and be on board. And um, and I, I had nothing but time and energy. <laughs> now I can't say the same. <laughs> but that's, that's why I wanted to start the business so young, too. Okay. Um, again, on one of those long drives back and forth, you have the little angel and the little devil on your shoulder and the one telling you, oh, you're too young, you don't have enough capital, you don't have this, you don't have that. Oh, yeah. And then on the other side, I was thinking, yes, but things never get easier. No, that's you true. You never have fewer responsibilities. You're never going to be 100% ready for right. anything, really. Exactly. You just got to jump in sometimes. So how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. <laughs> so I took a big chunk of elephant. Yeah, you did. And I've just been eating away for the past nine years, but you really have to start and think of it that way, that... You always think, oh, I got to get done with this project or I got to, you know, finish this. If I just pay off this, then I yeah. can start this. But you know what? By the time you do that, there's going to be, be something else. And you can give yourself excuses all day long. But once you get the ball rolling, you're like, well, now I can't stop because I got this. I've got this fire in the iron. I've right. got this. Oh, and I'm getting this good <laughs> feedback. And oh, I'm excited because once those wheels started to turn for me, uh-huh. they never turned off. And they still don't. I'll wake up with ideas, and I'm writing them down, and 
it's so exciting to be so passionate about something like that and and also because I'm it's my idea it's my business it's my it's like me in the form of a right business. right and I, I don't want it to fail so I put every ounce of energy into it and I think that comes across because people love that excitement they want to feel like they're part of something that someone is just so passionate and excited about and other people get it and then it just multiplies from there oh for sure so yeah. I will say that the Cincy Chic newsletter and if you're not subscribed you should subscribe <laughs> cincychic.com thank you uh, <laughs> I did not pay for that endorsement right? <laughs> you will later no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> coffee on me <laughs> But I will say that that is the, that's like one of the few things that I pretty much open every time. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, good. We have a really high open rate when you look at like industry Mm -hmm. wide. Um, We're definitely above average with that. And I think it's because it's so tailored to what you want to know. You want to know about other businesses that are popping up that are right, you know, speaking to your demographic Mm -hmm. and and they're right here in your hometown. They're the, like I always say, the people, products, and services that are making things happen for women in greater Cincinnati. I always get great information that I can use for work, so technically I'm working. (laughs) Right, hey, billable hours. (laughs) (laughs) I always get great information about, like, different retailers and other businesswomen in the area who are doing interesting things, so I love that aspect of it. Yeah. So how are people finding you at this point? Are you still finding them, or how does that work? Well, we do a lot of trade uh, with other events in town, so... um, like, we were just at, um, you know, any kind of expo, like the holiday shopping okay, expo right. down at the Duke Energy Center. Thousands of women come to that. So many people so go to that. we do a nice uh, trade with them. So if you have an event coming up, let us know. <laughs> we can always do a trade. Uh, because we want to be where people in our demographic are. Um, you sound like Errol, the Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. I want to be, be where the where people, people are. are. I like, hey, we um, so that's where we want to be, and so we do work with a lot of different businesses um, to have our presence mm-hmm. in those places so that we can always be getting in front of new people and signing new people up for the um, the newsletter because it is free. There's really no barrier yeah. to entry. There's no that. reason not to sign and up for it. we're letting you know what our upcoming events are, and so we do a lot of growth through that, a lot of word of mouth, and then also uh, we do a lot of social media outreach, so... Every week when a story is published, we are sharing that on each business's page, and we oh, also okay. contact them and encourage them to share it. So, oh, that's awesome. Um, uh, unlike the days when I started it nine years ago, when I'm like, share this on MySpace. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, oh, my God. It's super creepy. I don't so, even remember how MySpace worked. Oh, oh, I know. Could you share things on MySpace? That you, yes, you, you could have like a little blog thing, uh, and it would show up. I know. And we would also oh encourage God. them to make us one of their, like, top ten friends. Oh, my God. Oh my yes, because you would yes. be mad if you oh. were not in somebody's top. Oh, and then, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not reciprocated. No. That was a problem. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, they're no longer on your top ten. Exactly. You're off now. <laughs> yeah, so we have recovered from the days of starting out on uh, MySpace and Craigslist. And oh, my God, Craigslist, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? So, oh. yeah, but that's how we ha- that that's all that was there. No, I remember and the internet in its infancy. It's so much better mm. and it's much easier to share. So we get a lot of new, uh, unique visits through that. Okay, and um, a lot of new fresh faces through that, just because we're 
talking about new businesses. Yeah. And they have their own fan bases and their own uh, circle of network that we tap into with each week that we that we feature new people. Yeah, that's cool. And I know the digital part is like the flagship part of it, but yes. the events have gotten huge. Yes, yes. The events, There's so many. Yes. The events are definitely what helped us take it to the next level. Okay. So, um, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I had started this when I was still in Philadelphia working my full-time job. I had started Kimchi Chic. I got the idea for it, but I'm like, oh, do I really want to leave a good full-time job? Right. This, like, idea. And so I had started it off hours. And while you were still in Philly? I was still in Philadelphia. I didn't know that. Yeah, so Kimchi Chic was started in Philly. Oops. No one knows that. <laughs> you got the scoop. See, I knew I, it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> so I started it not really knowing and just hoping that it would um, float. Right. And it did because... I wasn't allowed to get on my email or anything like that, and it's before the smartphone days. Right. So I would come home to just emails and emails and phone messages. Wow. And so I was spending a whole another eight hours, if not more, working on Cincy Chic stuff. What were people saying? Oh, like they were just feature me. Oh, you uh-huh. know, I'm a hairstylist, and one of my clients is talking about it. I want to be featured, or I have a scoop about this, this, and this, and. So I was just getting all kinds of um, contacts about stories. and then That's awesome because that makes it easier for you. Yes, like, yeah, yes. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody needs so content. It really helped and people sponsoring. And so I got the idea to grandfather annual packages so that it would essentially be like little mini loans mm-hmm. for me to have guaranteed income for the pa- for the next like 12 months okay. um, so that I could feel comfortable coming back to Cincinnati. And um, a couple of the clients said, we would feel more comfortable if you were doing some events, too, so we could not only just be investing, like, in the digital ads, but also seeing people in real life. So they are the ones that gave me the idea for events. So these were sponsorship packages? So they were sponsorship packages. And so I was like, okay, well, over the next 12 months, we'll have three events. And you just made that up. I just made it up. <laughs> sure, okay. It. And so um, it like a few months went by and they're like, when's the first event? And I'm like, oh, what? It's coming up pretty coming soon up here, guys. <laughs> so um, I, I started looking at things and I had enough of the annual packages. And I'm like, I got to do it because we need to start these events. Okay. Because they're promised. And I had enough of the annual packages sold to feel comfortable. Okay. I've got, you know, it's either sink or swim. Right. I've got this guaranteed income for the next six months or so. And I've got to make it work. And so that's why I hit the ground running. And you saw me. Like, <laughs> I was probably like huffing and puffing. Like, I mean, pounding the pavement, Amy. Yeah. Seriously. And Which I always admired. Oh, I appreciate For that. Real. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really what got it started is because I had, they gave me the idea. Mm-hmm. They wanted to have events. They're like, hey, we're local. We need to be having uh, real uh, opportunities for face-to-face To make those connections we were talking about earlier. Yes, exactly. And so they're the ones that gave me the ideas, and then I started to come up with these event concepts. So what was the first one? Do you remember? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, it was just a little cocktail hour. It was um, on, um, it was in Newport. Oh, what's that little place on Monmouth Street? It's a um, a bar? Cafe something. It's uh, yeah, it's like a little bar with like an outdoor terrace. Okay. Um, oh man, I wish I could remember the name, but um, they that was our first event that we ever did, and it was on their little uh, terrace area. 
and it was and just like a meet and greet or okay a couple little booths set up we had little back massages and <laughs> jewelry and yeah that sounds about also, right yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it was just like this little thing probably 10 people showed up and I was super excited because <laughs> like four of them were my friends <laughs> but there were six strangers yeah like, sweet we got something here and they just started to grow from there um, I had hired on an event planner um, about six or so months in once okay. I had actually made the cut and moved here. And I was like, okay, I was starting to get more and more sponsors on board. I was starting to get more and more subscribers and things were really picking up speed. And I knew that the events were getting to a point where they were too much for me For to one handle. person, and yeah, that's I a lot. So Event planners think very uniquely. They Yeah, God bless think, them. Oh, I know. They <laughs> just think through from point A to B, point B. I go from point A, I see something sparkly, I get distracted, <laughs> I get another big idea, and I end up at, like, point Z, and I don't know where B <laughs> How did we go? How I did know. we get there? So um, I hired her on, and she really thought big. She okay. She was like, we need to be having these in, you know, bigger venues and um, partner with sponsors and be getting news coverage and oh, this wow. and that. And, um, big charities and big support, and she just really thought big. Yeah. And uh, thank goodness for her because she's the one that took it to the next level. We went from my little 20 and 30 person events to 200 and 300. And last February, we hit our first 1,000 person event. Whoa. At the Macy's event. Okay. That was um, the Go Lady Red? In, the Lady in Red. Lady in Red. Red for women. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so every February, this year it's on February 5th. Um, we are we have a big event at Macy's and it's twenty percent off the entire store. We have a big fashion show that goes down the escalator. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so people will fight you for a seat. Uh, oh my gosh, they're already fighting. I've the VIPs are about to hold definitely out. gotten into arguments. <laughs> oh no! About seats. Oh, <laughs> well, it it's serious. Like especially right after the fashion show, mm-hmm. like, there'll be like a cute bag or something, and everyone goes to the bag department yep. and they're like scouring through. So it does, uh, it's very exciting, though, to see just this whole sea of red and know that it went from, like, little dinky first-person <laughs> event to such a great event that helps such a great cause, and people have so much fun, and yes, they might be fighting for a handbag, but they're having fun, and it's, it's great. Because you have a couple um, of signature events at this point. Yes, yeah, we have. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Red, Pink, and Blue was the first one that yes. I attended. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I wrote about it on my blog. Yes, you and did. it's a little embarrassing to look back at the photos Why? now. Hey. Girl, I don't I was taking photos with like a three point five megapixel digital camera. You know what though? <laughs> it's, it's what we had. That's what you had. <laughs> and those electronic digital air. Right. <laughs> yeah, I you did I, I remember reading that and thinking that it was so awesome and I couldn't believe that it was something that I had produced that looked so professional and cool and just seeing it. It was really fun. It was super fun. Yeah. Um, But yeah, each month we do one of our signature events. Okay. Um, So January is always me, you, and me, you. Mm -hmm. February is Lady in Red. March we do an eco-chic fashion show. Oh, yeah. Um, April is Night in White. And so all throughout the year we have all of our annual events that we repeat. And most of the time the charity, it it stays – the same. Okay. Um, some of them we switch up just to make it fun, and some of the venues do switch up. How did you make um, those charity connections? Some of them came to us. Okay. Um, some of them, because like with Macy's, they have a, a, um, a nationwide partnership yes. with Go Red. Yeah, Go Red is always huge. Yes, yes. So 
Um, but like with the January event, our Ming Yong Yu, um, that one that one switches up mm-hmm. and it just kind of goes with the theme for whatever it is that like with this one we thought it might be neat for people to bring in um, gently used formal dresses for Kinsey's closet. Oh, okay. uh, just because people are cleaning their closets out this That's time true. of year. That's true. I do still so, have my old prom dress. Oh. I kind of refuse to get rid of it. It probably still fits you good. It, <laughs> it did a year ago. I don't know about today. Oh, today might goodness. be different. <laughs> it, so it has fewer, many fewer beads than it oh. did originally, though. That means you did a lot of good things for me. Mm, oh, yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> That's what happened, Mom. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it, and so we, we choose some different charities. Sometimes they come to us, like our April event, Night in White. Um, that was actually um, someone that I worked with at Cincinnati Bell. Oh. And his family created a charity for a nursing scholarship. His family was helped um, tremendously by a group of nurses. And like it they, is. as a family. Like nursing whites? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got so it. wearing white is like yeah. a homage, paying homage to the nurses. Okay. And it's also right before you can officially wear white again, even though. Which I say is any time, really. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so he came to us and told me about the charity that he and his family had created, the scholarship. And he said, you know, each year, uh, I think there were like four nurses in particular that had helped their family. And they said, you know, through the past four years, my family has put together scholarships to help each one of them to because they can get different levels of nursing and oh. um, become like a nursing manager I'm not using the right terms or whatever but you, you would, can, I would not know <laughs> but um, just to help them take their careers to the next okay. level and and they said we really enjoyed doing that for the nurses that helped us but now that we've helped that group we want to make this a bigger thing that's just not our family um, and make it for nurses in general and so um, people can apply for the scholarship, and then based on those scholarship applications, they choose one winner. Oh, that's we cool. recognize them at the event. We work with a jeweler that custom makes a, um, a piece of jewelry that has the footprint of um, uh, the family's grandchild that oh. um, just initially all got started. Okay. And the nurses who helped him. And, um, so it's just really cool that something where a personal connection we created this event around it, essentially, and it's a Cincinnati family, a Cincinnati foundation and scholarship. Yeah, and, um, it's neat to be able to because you really don't hear a lot of events that are for nurses. So no, well, I don't for sure. <laughs> what do I know? Right. Well, it just is something different and fun, and so sometimes we work with local chapters of like a Go Red for Women or uh, the Arthritis Foundation or. Right. Um, Diabetes Association, we work with all different types, um, but I also like the super local foundations and scholarships. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it is Cincy chic. Cincy chic. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) You want to take advantage of that. (laughs) Right. Right. So we work with such a variety, and sometimes charities will come to us and say, we have this event. We want to help. We need your help promoting it. So we can always work out whatever, uh, because I like to be able to get the word out. That's what we are, and we're weekly publications, so... Whether or not we can use you as our charity for an event, we can always help to get the word out about yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that's interesting. That's what happens when you have a voice. Is you right. can you can share that information yes, with other people right. who might be interested. Mm-hmm. So you've got all this stuff going on, mm-hmm. and I know the website was redesigned yes, last year. It looks amazing. Right. Thank you. Is there anything coming up? Any interesting projects that oh, you guys are working on? Goodness. 
deep, aren't you, girl? I wouldn't say <laughs> that. I'm just curious. Well, um, I would just say that things are going to be very new this year. Oh, um, new I, year, new you. Uh, it's very new year. All, all throughout the year. Okay. Um, because, as you know, I'm a new mom. Yes. And, um, and sometimes you have to do this where, and I'm very lucky that I got to do this, but I kind of phoned it in last year. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Well, that's why you have a team, though, Amy. I, I mean, I this is, I know. nobody can be 100% all the time. Right, and I'm very, very lucky that I had started the business when I did yeah. and had the infrastructure there, but I relied on a lot of the things that we've done throughout the years, like, hey, let's have them all the same events, all at the same venues, all the same charities, all the Make same Make it easy. Concepts. So, yeah, last year was a duplicate <laughs> of the prior year, so, but it, I had to because Personally, I could not be doing the venue walk. Yeah. And I just didn't have the energy that I... The time. The time that was needed. Yeah. But you know what? I think it had an effect because um, people can tell when that passion that I was talking about, mm-hmm. that just that the innovation and the passion and all of that, maybe they didn't. We didn't get anyone to write in and say, hey, you're boring get some new content yeah, yeah. but I felt it and are you so, sure that wasn't in your head no I'm sure it was in my head <laughs> okay. I don't want to phone it in That's I hear you I no I hear you business. yeah so I am so excited that now Lola my daughter she's more mobile and even though that's like more time consuming mm. but she's more independent and she and my husband he was sick last year too hmm. he's a lot better okay and so my two children, <laughs> one is an adult. The people you got to take care of, yep. Um, they're they're both doing awesome and so much more independent. And so I'm not phoning it in this year. Okay. And I'm very excited to be doing um, all the venue walkthroughs. And we've got, I think it's six new venues this year. Wow. Which is a huge undertaking because when you choose a new ven- venue for an event, it's like recreating the wheel. But that's really exciting for attendees because it's like attending a whole new event. Well, yeah, plus I personally like to be nosy. So if I can see a place that I haven't seen before, then I'm there. If for no other reason than to just check stuff out. Right. And I'm the same way. And and sometimes you just need the excuse, like being here Mm -hmm. today. I needed the excuse. I needed the invite to come and check it out. You've heard of it before. You just need the excuse to check it out. So we picked a lot of different venues that are just not on people's radar, and or maybe they haven't heard of it before. Like our January event, it's at Union Hall. I know. I walk past there all the time. I'm like, that looks fancy. I want to go inside. Well, mm-hmm. we came up with something <laughs> fancy for you to get all dressed up and come check out. So um, so that's our January. We're doing um, our April event, the Night in White. It's going to be at the Kennedy Heights um, Art Center. Brand, well, hmm. it's, it's a new venue. Um, I was going to say, I didn't know they had a yes. Kennedy Heights Art Center. Yes, and it's actually really, really cool. It's very unassuming on the outside. It actually doesn't look like it's even open. <laughs> okay. But then when you walk in, it's gorgeous. Huh. There's light fixtures and big, huge, tall ceilings, tons of great art all over the space, and it is going to knock everyone's socks off. See, I want to go be nosy. Yeah, yeah. So you can be really nosy with Cincy Speak this year, <laughs> and I'm excited because I feel like that passion has been reignited, yeah. and I feel so excited that I'm able to tell stories like that of the venues and to let people see and be nosy, and uh-huh. because that's our job is to 
not just phone it in and do what we've been doing or do what everyone else is doing. We want to create really unique experiences and share new things with people that they would not have known about otherwise. I so, love the sharing new things part yes. and exposing people to things that they might not have discovered on their own. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. So this year, all of last year was new website, basically anything that I could do from home, <laughs> like between naps and Aww. sleepless nights and all right. that, I could, I, could, I could be able to do that. So last year, I focused on the new website. It's mobile friendly and that electronic media. I'm telling you, it's changing all the time, these newfangled things. You just never know what's happening. <laughs> So, brand new website all last year, and this year it's going to be all about the events. Really exciting okay. events. We have all of our fashion designers are booked for the entire year. Say so, what now? What fashion designers? Yes, what are you talking about? I like fashion. We are working with some awesome, awesome designers. So, in um, July in particular, I'm really excited about, uh, we're bringing in, uh, you know, Teresa Washington. Yeah, statement. I remember so her. She's coming in from Chicago. So oh, awesome. she just started a new line. I saw something yes, on Facebook. Yes. So, a little scoop here for you. So, we're already, we booked our um, different designers. Um, we have a, ha- a hat designer, Fancy Fedora. Oh. And um, she is going to be doing one of the shows. We have Statement with mm-hmm. Teresa and her new line um, out of Chicago. And one of the really cool things we're going to do, one of the attendees is going to win two Ultimate um, Air Shuttle tickets to Chicago to come see her new studio in Chicago. I love How cool Ultimate Air Shuttle, yeah. and I love Chicago. <laughs> yes. And you said it's in July, right? Because that's yes. a good time to go. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. You don't want to be in Chicago. Not right now. So That's yeah. awesome. So we're really, really excited about that. That's just our July event. And so we're already booking out, because last year, again, I only had so much time. To right. Do, and so a lot of things got done last minute, and people were booked last minute. And I think that that has an effect. Um, so a lot of energy and time and uh, just careful consideration is being put into our events to make these more spectacular than ever. So I'm And it sounds like you're I mean really working on this stuff in advance. I mean you're talking about stuff in July. Right. Right. Oh, we're booked for the entire year. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't so, wait. Yeah, it's it's going to be an awesome year. Our venues are all booked, our fashion designers are all booked, which means we can just start to plan all the awesome event activations to make it even more fun. Okay. Well, I'm definitely looking forward <laughs> to it. Good, good. I hope everybody else is too. Yep. Um, so if you are not subscribed, again, check out CincyChic.com, subscribe to the newsletter. Even if you don't necessarily click through every time, just open it up and see what's there. I right. guarantee there will, pro- there will be at least one thing yes. that you'll be like, you know what, I need to know more about this. Right, <laughs> right. And like us on Facebook, we're all the time doing giveaways, and those are always fun, too. So people can find you where? On Facebook? Yep. just go to Facebook.com. Twitter? Chic, Twitter, Instagram. Okay. Yep, we're all over the place. Have so you made the leap to Snapchat yet? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I, I hear about that my, my interns are telling me all the time they mm-hmm. have to do it now. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, I Snapchat. I was like, okay, once it turns into a verb, that means I need to go and actually do this. I downloaded the app to my phone. I have not yet done anything else with it. It's there. Okay. I haven't done anything else with yeah. it. I'm like, how do I? I don't know what to well, do. I, I guess I assimilate it with, like, texting. You know? Like, that's the thing. When it first started? came out, that's kind of what it was. <laughs> like, like, it'll disappear, so you can Snapchat whatever right, you want. I'm like, gonna... no one needs to see my tatas on their phone. No, it's, no. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I just had baby. Uh, right. <laughs> no one wants to see them. <laughs> no, uh, except for her, probably. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but so we'll we'll work on the Snapchat thing at some yeah. uh, so at some we, other we are point. On 
Instagram. And what's cool about it is that actually our editor runs our social media now. Okay. Um, so she can be, she does like little sneak peeks of some of the stories. Oh, that's that always fun. On and says, you know, hey, this is something that we're working on. It's going to be up on Monday. Make sure you tune in. You know, like that kind of stuff. So you can get some mm-hmm. insiders. Um, takes on some of the things that we're working on. Oh, that reminds me. We should take a selfie here in the studio. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, of course. Okay, cool. So everybody follows Cincy Chic on all the various social media channels. (laughs) Again, we're going to work on that. We are. We're going to get it together. Um, And you can follow me at The Style Sample on Twitter and Instagram and perhaps someday in the future Snapchat. I don't know, (laughs) y'all. But thanks for joining me for another episode of Creative City, and we'll see you next time.